You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Welcome to TV, I say, your favorite hangout sitcom of a podcast. We talk about all the TV news, all the new episodes, all the finales, all the TV highlights you need to know about, uh, you know, giving you recommendations. Today, my guest is Mono Agapian, who is an incredibly funny TV writer, hosts a million podcasts, too spooky to handle, drag her podcast. We are going to be getting in depth on House of Dragons. We are diving deep on the show, Game of Thrones, what it all means in that finale. So you're going to want to stick around for that. Uh, yeah, How am I doing this week? How's, how's Ashley Ray? Let me check in. I'm good. It was a kind of a sad TV weekend. Like we did get Love is Blind, uh, but we didn't get a new Rick and Morty this weekend. We didn't get a new Last Week Tonight. Los of Spookies has ended. So like now there's no Friday night TV. It's just a tough time for me, you know, personally, you know, hiatus seasons are hard. The holidays are coming up. So, you know, I'm just trying to parcel out my TV watching. So I, I have more things to watch. I hate when I run out of TV. So, you know, eventually I'll run out and you guys are going to force me to watch Big Brother or something. So <laughs> that'll be fun, I guess. But yeah, that's that's my life right now. Got to do some fun shows over the weekend. Got to meet Drill from Twitter on Friday. Did a show with Drill. We were on a like panel together. He wore a mask that looked just like his Twitter icon logo thing. So no idea what Drill looks like still, but that was a fun one. Did a show called We Still Like You, where you share very embarrassing stories and they make you drink a shot and tell you that they still like you. Uh, it started in Chicago. It's in L.A. and New York now. Just this is a pretty chill weekend. I will actually be in Chicago this week. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, I'm already there <laughs> and I will be performing live this Thursday, October 27th, tomorrow at Color Club in Chicago. I will have uh, Jarrell Scott Barnes opening, Skylar Higley opening. It's going to be a really, really good show. I'm making a comedy album early next year. So this is me practicing some of the bits I want to get on that album. You don't want to miss it. You know, so if you're in Chicago, get some tickets. Uh, you can go to my website, buy them, theashleyray.com, get those tickets. But let's dive into TV world here on TV, I say. You're going to want to stick around for my wonderful guest, Amano Agapian, and all of our hot takes. Hot, hot takes. Ha, 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 hot takes on House of Dragons. TV, I say. Hello, TVSA, TV Club. Welcome to another week. Uh, we're going to be talking about the TV event of the weekend. As you know, House of Dragons, as I call it, had its finale. So we're going to dive into it. We're going to get into all of the, the things. I know that I tweeted my disappointments, but 
you know, let's let's have someone else kind of break it down for me. You know, I, I think that's how I've enjoyed the season is I complain. And then someone on Twitter is like, so actually what that scene meant. And I'm like, OK, I guess that's a little better, but maybe the writer should have done that. So we're going to get into that with my amazing guest today, Mono Agapian. Woo! Yes. Welcome to TV I Say. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so excited to talk about the House of Gagans. That's what I feel like <laughs> I'm giving today. But it's so fun. It's so crazy. And I also all the time I watch with my husband and all the time I'm like, oh, this scene means that. And he'll be like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, right. Oh, I I thought like I I'm like reading too much into it sometimes. I'm used to the original Game of Thrones. Not a lot of subtext there. Okay, it was mm-hmm. like if a, yeah. you know if siblings are having sex, they're just doing it. There's no like sly looks, and now it's yeah. like they let so much happen off screen that I'm like, right. oh right, he's married to his sister. Oh right, <laughs> like right, and it's like oh he's gone or dead. We're not sure. It's like well wait, well, well what uh, what. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing? Which I uh, kind of like. And I do feel like as even though it sounds crazy to say, like the storytelling is smaller. Yeah. Than, you know, original Game of Thrones. Um, But yeah, I I very much enjoy it, even though, my God, the, the number of dead babies is really starting to grate. <sighs> so on my many soul. dead babies. It's a, so How many dead babies. Many dead babies does it take <laughs> oh, to screw in a light bulb? Right? My God. But before we get to the details of this episode, uh, let's dig into a little TV news. What, what have you been watching other than House of Dragons? Okay, I just started Love is Blind, the third uh, new season. Yes, yes. And that's going to be very interesting. It's like last season had a lot of good mentally ill people. So I'm like, how oh. are you going to top last season? Oh, like, they already some... have. I mean, you... I know. Did you watch all of the first four episodes? No, but I saw a little spoil. Okay. Okay. The one guy who's a maniac. Yes. Who's a fuck who sleeps with the lions. Yeah. I who's like, like, I sleep with lions and I've lived in Thailand, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I'm really looking for someone who like is stable and I could start a family with. And he's like, and then I'm going to Africa and Peru and blah. <laughs> that's what freaked me out was like or like the first time you meet him the girl's like whew it's yeah. hot in here he's like, like oh he's so steamy and he's just like tantric sex blah like ugh. saying the worst stuff with his Elizabeth Holmes voice being like oh, oh it's right? like you don't talk like that you don't that. talk like that it was so clear he was using this fake like oh yeah like uh you know and when I was oh. living with the tigers and sex is about tummy touching I'm like fuck uh, off and die yeah. And when I really thought she was going to choose him, but but like his goodbye in the show is one of the top five reality TV show moments of all time. And I already saw that. I haven't haven't gotten there yet, but I saw it fully spoiled on TikTok, which I'm like fine with. I'm like, of course. I'm like, and I mean, the way they they, they let him. They they let let him. They they just were like in the way some people were like, oh, I thought he actually had red eyes and they were dry from crying. And it's like, no, he literally asked them, is it okay if I do this? And then he starts laughing. Yeah. (laughs) And he puts the visine in his eyes to look like he's crying. And he's like, okay, yeah, I just never thought I could, you know, fall in love with someone in a pod. It's just, you know. I love this moment. And you know who I, I blame straight man TikTok because yes. straight man TikTok has emboldened a generation of stupid straight losers in a way that I'm very scared of. Like, yeah. I, have you seen the TikToks? Like, whatever. There's always these like trends where it's like, uh, oh, like the ripping the shirt off. We've yeah. all seen that. Oh, right. Yeah. And, or the, and now there's a new one where you honk your friend's dick and then like high five him. And I was like, straight men, 
what are, are so gay. Are, I've said this yeah. before. I'll say it again. Straight men are so gay. They are. And, and I don't know what's happening, but what I know is like there's an emotional irregularity afoot and we need – TikTok is just like validating this like sickness. Yeah. It's like tell – I don't know. I like I think everyone needs a timeout from social media for a bit to just <laughs> I get it together. Like I I just don't I, – I don't right. know what's happening. <laughs> I agree. It's strange. But it's yeah. Scary. And it's like, I don't know, I think this Love is Blind guy, like, he's the perfect encapsulation of that. Just this guy in his 20s who's like, oh, I can just go on this reality show, lie, and then get a bunch of followers, be the new villain, the new shake this season, mm-hmm. you know. And then I'm, I'm glad he got found out for being fake, and they were just like, no, you're not getting out of the pods, like, bye. Remember when Shake wouldn't stop showing us the, his auto-driving Tesla? <laughs> yes. Look. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, te- yeah, yeah. Tesla. It's yeah. driving itself. It's driving yeah, itself. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. So stupid. But we will be having Love Is Blind coverage, uh, TV club. So mm, don't fun. worry. I like as soon as those apps were out, I was like, let me get my ice cream. Let me dig in. <laughs> I watched Current on Survivor. I famously, you don't watch Survivor. famously, I do not watch Survivor. And Hilarious. every week, people in TV club are like, please. <laughs> <laughs> Please catch up on Survivor. And I'm just like, I have not watched since probably season three. <laughs> like, I think you should watch season 42. And I say that for a couple reasons. Well, that 43 down. 42. is 42. Right okay. <laughs> There's some other good ones I'm sure your listeners know about. But 42, I loved. It was like pretty recent. And what I loved about it was like they have a really raw conversation about how white people protect white people on Survivor. Yeah. And they have like a really cool conversation about racism and it's like because for years the show's been on forever and you just watch over decades no matter what people say they love their poc friends but at the end of the day they protect the white people yeah and i did watch that season of big brother with the cookout when all the black people Uh were like we are gonna get together and we're not letting this happen and i see that like happening in other reality game shows and i'm like it's a yeah. solid strategy, you know? Yeah. So, okay, I will check out season 42 of Survivor. <laughs> I'm sure there's other good ones. But that one, that conversation that's had is really cool. You know, just so you know, listeners, we do have uh, the finale of Los Spookies was last week, if you haven't checked that out. We also have the finale of The Patient, which came out this past Monday. Mm. So you got to finish that show up. Uh, like I said, Stephen Carell is giving the most emotional, beautiful, intimate performance of his life as this man, this therapist who's been kidnapped and is dealing with his religion and death. Uh, and then you have Dom Hall Gleason, who is just goofing around, who is just <laughs> he's literally just like, every, like, it's not supposed to be a comedy. But the way Dom uh-huh. Hall Gleason does it, it's like this is the funniest show on TV. It is so funny. I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Is it great? It's great. It's a good like October spooky season watch. Uh, and I f- a lot of people said it moved kind of slowly. It's just 30 minute episodes, though. Ten episodes. I feel like it's one you can kind of just. Wait until it's done. Crank out. And uh-huh. it's it's good performances. Are you watching Reboot? I, I can talk about TV for too long. Reboot is so, so good. And that's what I watch after The Patient because The Patient is so good. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I just need to watch Reboot and look at like hot Johnny Knoxville, Silver Fox Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> yes. And he's like doing a pretty good job. I know. Yeah. He's, he's such a zaddy. And yes. I like I hate myself for liking him, but I like him. <laughs> 
I and like he's it. Doing good. He's doing so good. In the last episode, when he like had trouble with his lines because he's sober, I was just like, I want to help you. I be, I would yeah. help you. You're so cute. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh my god! And he has that that the straight guy energy who oh, honks yeah. dicks. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it for him. For him, I'm like I'm on board. It's like it works with you. It works with your vibe. Like he does it very respectfully. I feel like it's so good. It's really funny. The storytelling's good, and even though it's like an inside. LA story like I um I know a lot of people who are not inside LA who are enjoying it which makes me happy yeah and just amazing performances I'm so happy Rachel Bloom is gay wonderful and just so good and Paul Reiser I just it's everyone's great yeah I gotta give a shout out I mean I have there's many wonderful people on the show but Kimia Bapornia dear friend yes she's one of the writers and so funny oh my god Rose Abdu who's also wonderful yeah Oh. And she's like always like in the background of amazing shows. And I'm so glad she's doing more and more. Yeah, and more. it's finally like coming to the front. Like the, every writer's room scene I love in the show. It's just the it's banter hilarious. and ensemble they found. Excellent yeah. TV. Excellent TV. Yeah. We have a recommendation from a listener. Rivka sent in a little clip for a show she'd like to tell us all about. Okay, call me controversial, but I fucking love She-Hulk. Attorney at law. I said it. I love She-Hulk. I love that it's a TV show that knows it's a TV show. I love the straight-to-camera direct addresses. I feel like I'm in it with her. And I loved Patty Harrison's cameo. That's it. Okay, bye. Yes. 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 I've been watching. I just started. I've been. I'm like three episodes in. I love it. It feels like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, that's like a compliment. Like, it feels like an old, it feels like a cartoon brought to tv yeah it like they nailed i think the vibe of the comic books you know some people were like it feels so corny and i was like that to me she hulk she hulk was always kind of corny it was always like you know her turning to look at us and address us and you know say these like one-liners and i thought they nailed that tone in the show i i think again it was like angry straight men who just were upset Mm -hmm. that like they had a megan the stallion cameo (laughs) Like, why? I didn't even get that. Like, why? She's hilarious. She's she so was great on SNL, too. Yeah. Like, she's done all this stuff. And they were like, oh, now she's what? In the MCU? Like, oh, now we have. And it's like, what? You nerds. Like, just. Get over it. Shut up. Get it's over fun. it. Yeah. Have a fun time. Jennifer Tilly's in the Chucky universe. Get over it. Yeah. Get over it. Like that's so dumb. That's yeah. just clear racism. So, you know, we had the the She-Hulk finale. uh last week or two weeks ago at this point so you know if you haven't downloaded disney plus if get that trial watch the whole season binge it out whole season because cody ziggler uh, dear friend of the earwolf yes and cody um, amazing writer uh wrote wrote for uh rick and morty wrote on this season and it's it's so good just really really funny clever people behind it yeah it was a pretty slow week in tv actually this past week we didn't have a new rick and morty we didn't have a new last week tonight so mm. are you watching the new great british bake-off by any chance i did i watched when everyone was like you have got to watch mexican, mexican week and then the <laughs> s'mores yeah. thing yes that was when I was like, I can't do that. Like when Paul Hollywood was like, okay, we don't want the marshmallow to get too gooey and messy. Like, what? And I was like, what? That's 
That's the whole point. <laughs> Everyone loves a small on a digestive biscuit. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> Says since when? Since when? Like, I'll eat it, but stop pretending like. Yeah, like this is normal. I wish he was like, this is a lovely British take on a s'more. I wish yeah. he said that, but he didn't. And then it was like in the Mexican week, they kept saying avocado weird. It was like avocado. Oh my God. Avo- <laughs> avocado. Or so, and I was just like, what? <laughs> like Taco. <laughs> Taco. Yeah. And it's like, if you can't say it, just don't cook it just don't i know yeah. and the one they made is just like not authentic whatever yeah yeah it's uh, i enjoy it all the time and anytime again i'm i'm a sucker for just the handsome baker <laughs> oh yeah because i oh my god like a quiet handsome man making, making me, tarts, me tarts kill me that's all i want that is yeah, yeah just a nice man who makes me food and i never think about it i he's just like here's your plate and that is love oh yeah and also i wanted to mention i i introduced you forgot to mention mm-hmm. that you are currently hosting too spooky to handle on earwolf presents uh, yeah with your spooky friend betsy sidaro Yes. Oh, my God. It's a really good time. We are doing the October thing every Friday in October. We are releasing this fun, stupid podcast that celebrates horror through the lens of ha ha ha, funny, funny, dumb idiots. And um, it's really fun. We talk haunted houses, haunted dolls. (laughs) Uh, we, We have like a tournament, like a March Madness style tournament trying to do crown the ultimate horror character. Ooh. And people can get into it on Earwolf, fill in the bracket on their own, yes. tell us what we got right and wrong. Um, it's super fun. Do you get into the kind of separation of like horror television and horror film? A little bit. We were talking about the new Chucky show yeah. a little bit, you know, which is actually pretty great. I love it. I think it is so good. I was very impressed because I was prepared for it to be like stupid. Yeah, because it's like, you know, I don't know. It's on what like sci-fi, like one of those random cable channels that you're like, how does this still exist? (laughs) How do I get here? Right. And then finally on Peacock, which is like, okay, great. Now we can access it. But I was really impressed. And the way that they like take the canon, which they hear so much crazy canon in Chucky movies and they use it all was really funny to me. Yeah. Like, I liked it. I thought they really nailed the Chucky vibe, which is hard to do in a series because the Chucky vibe is, you know, like the people in that world are so flippant and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's kind of harder to make it a TV show. And I think they did a good they job. They did a really great job. I, I'm very, very impressed. So, yeah, if you need some scary TV to watch, watch the new Chucky. Uh, also, The watch Watcher it. on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Ugh. <laughs> yes. I haven't watched it yet. New American Horror Story. Probably oh, my God. Yes. That. The new American Horror Story, which I did watch the first two episodes. Ryan Murphy, just, <laughs> like this season, he basically hired every white male gay actor in Hollywood and just like put them on set and was like, be weird. Just be weird. It's New York. Be weird. <laughs> like, be weird. I, he loves them. Yeah. It's basically like them. American Horror Story, Jeffrey Dahmer. It's like just basically some guy killing gay people in New York. And great. I am glad Dahmer's getting kind of shut down. Yes. I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. Me too. I'm just like, also watching it, I'm like, I don't know who the show is for. It's not, there's just no joy in yeah. this story. It's like you either already know everything about Dahmer because there's been a right. million documentaries or you're like, I don't know anything about this. Let me start with a dramatized version on Netflix. <laughs> like, yeah. And they just made up so many things. I know that Jeffrey Dahmer's father is talking about suing mm-hmm. Netflix because everything about him in the movie was a lie. Like they make it look like his dad taught him how to do all this stuff. And of course, TikTok kids started like attacking his dad and his 
dad is like, right. I never taught him those things. I hated my kid too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, this puts my life at risk. I don't know what fanatics are out there, but now this like reopens that trauma for me and puts me at risk again. Yeah. Like, which, which yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair. So, and again, they did, a, they also made a great point being like, there are so many, I mean, Dahmer kills people of color mostly. And the way that they're like, yeah, but you like kind of just recreated the trauma of these, like, you know, like the courtroom scenes. And it's like, what's, where's the ethicalness on just recreating the trauma of that scene for a million dollar Netflix show? Right. It's yeah, I think it is forcing us to ask these questions of what stories deserve to be told. How do we get mm-hmm. the permission to tell them? So, you know, if you are looking for a Ryan Murphy Halloween watch, I would go with The Watcher over the New American Horror Story. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it is weird. It's just again, I think he called up his friends and was like, hey, you guys just want to be weird in Connecticut and we'll make a show. A hundred percent. It has some humor in the scariness. It's, okay. It's like a perfect camp. He nailed the tone yeah. there. We'll see with American Horror Story, but probably like the last five seasons, it will be bad. So definitely strong start, crazy ending. Yep. And then by episode seven, you're like, there's no way they can wrap all this up. And they do not. <laughs> so, and they sure don't. And they don't. I remember in like season two of American Horror Story, they like introduced aliens. <laughs> and I, and then like yes. they really yeah. don't. Fam- they don't yeah. deal with it. Yeah, famously, it's like the the um, Asylum season, which is the yes. best, which is telling you like the bar for the show that that's the best season. And everything uh-huh. like gets to this heightened moment of, oh, no, like the serial killer, the nuns. How are we going to do this with yes. like, these secret like twins or whatever? And then the answer was literally just aliens come down from the sky yeah. and yeah. fix yeah. everything. Like yeah. the aliens were just like, kill the serial killer, uh, get those two together and we're good. Yeah. <laughs> He's so stupid. That that really blew my mind. I think that was early on when I was like, okay, all American Horror Story is going to be insane. Yeah. <laughs> Strong start, insane ending. You know, that's all the TV that we watched other than House of Dragons. And now we're going to go full in. We're giving you the House of Dragon, like, full meal protein dish. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. It is time. House of Dragons. How the finale, the whole season Let's dive in. Shall we? 
Yes. We had none. Okay, you start. I need to okay. stop talking. Okay. I talk too much. I, you know, famously disappointed with this this finale. I felt like nothing really happened except things we could expect to happen. And mm-hmm. to me, it was kind of annoying that Rhaenyra didn't want to deal with the reality of war. Like, there was no... You know, even this like Allison's deal she sent over, it's like that isn't possible, really. Like, come on, like you yeah. already know this isn't going to happen. You know, you are only going to want the throne. So like we're going to war, like get it together, start a game plan. And arguably doesn't quite make sense with her character because it's like, well, this is the woman who sent away her husband so she could fuck her uncle. Like, yeah, like, it's like she's she's ballsy. Yeah, she's a little cutthroat. She's willing yeah. to like do this tough stuff and like make the tough choices. And so I was like, I don't know, girl, I think you could just like send a dragon over there and like roast him. <laughs> like, I think- Right. Do you buy? Because I think they were, weren't they like trying to be like, but her dad was also a peacemaker. So she must be a peacemaker, too. Do you buy that? I know. It was like, where is this coming from? I was like, because like, yeah, the dad was her dad was a peacemaker, but they always made it seem like that wasn't on purpose. It was because he was just like a nerd. (laughs) Like they were always like, he'd rather go read his books and play in the garden than be king. But this is how it worked. So I wasn't like. I can't believe how long he was old. He was he was (sighs) old for so long. So long. Long and it when they had him looking like the crypt keeper with like one yes. arm and then Damon somehow looks exactly the same. I was like, what is the age gap between these brothers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> when his both of his eyeballs are popping out of his skull and he's like, I'm good. Yeah, like it doesn't have a face and he's just like, I want my family together. Yeah, yeah, that was so crazy with all the crazy, confusing kids, these kids and those kids. So many kids. And I think that is why, you know, the big twist, the big turn, if you don't want a spoiler, stop listening now. The big thing that happened this episode uh-huh. is Luceris, I think is his name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, again, the, so the many Valerian children. Yeah, the son. What, Lucerus Valerian. Yes. yes. Lucerus technically Valerian. Uh, Lucerus. Technically. Yes. Right. Lucerus. He's a bastard. He's a bastard. Okay. We all know he's a strong because he is the like most pale brown haired white boy you've ever seen. And then. Uh (laughs) And then. I mean, yeah. Every single Rainier tried to be like, no, this is your kid. It just made me laugh so hard. Yeah. The wigs on this show are fired. I mean. What are they doing? Like, I don't know. And it's at first I thought it was just like the black people Valerians with the dreadlock wigs. And I was like, okay, Uh they clearly didn't know how to like lay the hair flat to like get. But then it's also Mm -hmm. with laces popping everywhere. Yeah. It's also with uh, the other Reyna, Reyna, the queen who never was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The queen who won't bend the knee. Yeah, who like won't bend the knee, but also didn't want to just like roast everybody and end this last week. And then. It li- like it looks like she has a pod on her head, like she has yeah. a corn shaped head. Like it is wild. She's serving alien. Yeah, she's serving Ripley. Yeah, Ripley. <laughs> like I like cone heads. I was just like, what are they doing with these wigs? It is so <laughs> distracting. <laughs> it's really funny. They always it's just wigs always look so crazy. So so yeah. crazy. And like I thought maybe when the kids get older, like with their you know silver hair wigs, it'll get better. Uh no 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 (laughs) it just keeps getting like every scene is like oh okay yeah i guess they spent the budget on the dragon cgi because yeah this season i felt like the experience of the team getting better as the season went on like yeah 
there's some silly moments earlier in the season, like the, the the battle, which, okay, we wasted that interesting zombie character. I don't know who that guy was. Oh, yeah, the crab dude. Like, yeah. He, that was the Stepstones. That was all such a big deal. And then it was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, we were done with it. I was like, wait, that's a great character. This is a great world. Anyway, yeah. that, like, that episode was pretty messily edited. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it was going to be this moment that showed us Damon is a, a solid person whose word is, you know, what he mm-hmm. says. Like, he didn't sacrifice all these men to do this. He, like, just handled it himself. And it, like, almost gets you to kind of think, oh, he should be with Viserys. And, you know, he does care about him. And mm-hmm. then they just, like, burned all that goodwill. Like, <laughs> like right after totally. that, it's just like, oh, he hates his wife. He hates his kids. Right. Like, he doesn't, he's not even sad when his wife dies. And, like, I found out last night, I guess, that they did film a scene where he is, like, holding his daughters and they're all crying over the wife and the people just cut it out. They were like, no, just take out anything that makes Damon seem relatable mm-hmm. or nice. That is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you have a bad feeling about him all the whole, all the time. Yeah. All the time. And he is so scary. And, um, yeah, it is still, it'll never not be funny to me that this, 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 this queen... Our queen is of great moral ca- like capacity, and yet she loves to fuck that uncle. Yeah, like it is so funny. <laughs> it is so funny, and it's also the way they like set it up. Like they, mm-hmm. the way they like teased it was so just gross. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like the so gross because it's like groomy. Yeah, it was groomy. It's like by the time they have that scene where she's like, hey, if you really want me, why don't you just take me to Dragonstone and make me marry you then? And, mm-hmm. you know, then that whole stupid fight that made no sense happens and the guy gets you mean like, where the gay husband yeah. on the fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when they were just like, let's just kill the gay husband, whatever. And I, <laughs> you know, it was just like, I guess we're supposed to root for this, but it also seemed odd to me. We didn't get anyone's reaction to their marriage. Like, how did Viserys feel about that? How did Alicent feel about that? After right. Alicent's whole thing was, oh, Rhaenyra is a hoe because I heard a rumor she slept with her uncle in a whorehouse. And then years mm-hmm. later, she's marrying him and Alicent doesn't have anything to say about that. Like, <laughs> Right. And I think, am I, am I correcting I think, isn't it just like, this is the best for the kingdom. Like that, that's the logic behind it, right? Like this keeps the kingdom together or something like that. Yeah. But then but also, really, but cause, yeah, because then the Valerians were like, we know she killed our son so she can marry her uncle. Like, they, like it honey, seems like. Honey, Uncle Dick will make you sick. And <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <God>. never <laughs> thought I'd have to say that, but that if I could sit down with her, have a kiki, yes, like baby, baby, honey, sweetie, girl, 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 Come this on. is not it. This no, is not no, the no. tea. There's a lot of dick in this kingdom. A you lot do not of need d- to fuck your uncle. You do not. You don't. And then she delivered an uncle, an, an yeah, uncle baby. An uncle baby that uh, did not survive. Uh, she pulls it out of herself, which was a Jeez. wild scene. I don't know. Like, between the premiere where we had a baby being cut out of a woman and then this where she's pulling it out of herself while her nurses are like, you know, we're here to help you. Like you don't need to do yeah. this. Uh, when was that like, was it like showing that like sh- her, she's battling her body while she, while she's also trying to battle the kingdom. Yeah. Or I was like, I guess she's prideful. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I guess this is the only control she has in the moment because you know, mm-hmm. the, the, this is a miscarriage and they've taken her, her throne. So like, I was I read it that way I was like maybe this is 
her reclaiming something. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like with this show, you just kind of have to put in your own meaning and then you hope it works out later. <laughs> I mean, can you believe this season has been like literally the beginning, middle and ending has been dead babies? Yeah. It's like, my God, it's just dead babies, dead babies. Like I wanted a real death in this finale. I thought like we mm. were getting something Ned Stark level. I was ready for like some real consequences and then Lucerus dies. That's it. You weren't gutted. I was not gutted. I I was gutted. I guess personally, I was like, I don't really care about Rhaenyra's like bastard children who aren't real, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> which is horrible. But I was just like, no. I mean, they are not pure Valerian. Like, I'm just like, what? Like, okay. Like, what are we doing with them? <laughs> well, also watching it as a writer, I was like, okay. Um, I was like, are we? Uh, I was like, it's so expected to tell the story of the shy kid gets killed i was like one of these kids is getting yeah yeah but like the shy get i was like hoping that they were like going towards a story of like no the brave kid gets killed and now the shy kid has to step up to to the plate and yeah and now he because he would be the next in line for the throne right and that that okay see that is a story I know, I know that. And, and I think also I identify with the shy kid. And I just had that moment where you put yourself into the TV character and you're like, no, the shy yeah. kid has, the shy kid might not figure it out yet, but one day he's going to find his inner bravery. So yeah. I was projecting. And I did like that the kids straight up were just like, we know that our father is so strong and we will lie with you, mom. We will just continue the lie. <laughs> like, Yeah. Oh, girl. That was like, I thought I the mean... only chill thing they did when they were just like, well, our dad burned to death. We'll just keep that secret. Like, cool. <laughs> I know that too well, but that's another podcast. Um, I know same. that life. Oh, say. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, Please. we have to talk. <laughs> How about Aegon not being in this one bit? Right? I was like, what? Our new king. Our new not king. Not one bit. Totally gone. That was a weird choice to me. I know last yeah. week we were fully in King's Landing. I feel like they made a choice to have all the action this week basically happen on Dragonstone uh, and then mm-hmm. the wherever the Bar- Baratheons are. But I was like, what? Like, of course, we want to know what is happening in King's Landing right now. Like, uh, yeah, you know, it wasn't enough to just have Otto Hightower come and confront her, which also made me mad because I was like, again, just kill them. Just kill them all in this right now. Right. Like, why are you letting right. Otto Hightower live? What what are we doing? Yeah. Why? Why are you thinking about this on the morrow? Let, she's like that whole moment where she's like, oh, let me let me chew on. This. Let me chew on and this. Like, and he's like, here, here's this page from a book. Allison never forgot you. And it's like, right. that's emotional manipulation, girl. Don't listen yeah. to that. OK, this is <laughs> that. This is the Allison who cut you, who tried to take your son's eye. <laughs> OK, isn't it crazy, too, that like all of this is this is just from a misunderstanding from from the king dying yeah. and not knowing who he was talking, who he's talking to, right? to. Yeah, because it does seem like Alicent was totally okay with Rhaenyra becoming queen. She was like, that's my mm-hmm. husband's wishes. And then this confusing last moment happens where Viserys is like, oh, it's so important that I prophecy. Yeah, that I say this as I'm dying to, some, you mm-hmm. know. And then she, all she hears is like, Aegon. And she's like, oh, yeah, like you're our, our kid. You want him to be king. And it's mm-hmm. so silly to me that she's like, oh, when he was like drugged up on poppy milk, <laughs> that's yes. when I decided to oh take his God. words seriously. 
A hundred percent. I also think the council, Otto, they were all planning it anyway. Like, even if she hadn't agreed, they would have gone forward with putting him in. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially with little creepy creeps like Amond and all those power-hungry monsters. Yeah. Like, um, let, Amond, I want to talk about. Okay. We can talk about Amond. I just want to say, Allison, Allison is, is overly passionate she, I, okay, yeah. I she's overly. It's, I'll never laugh. I hate her. I don't like her one bit. I hate her. She reminds me of like a horse girl that you go to high <laughs> like high school. Like she's the girl who Absolutely. reminds people that like the teacher didn't give the homework out. She like sucks. She's like oh so and so. You know, did, like snuck out of prom and tells the people on you. And I get that vibe Please. from her. I felt like I'm she, getting an Anna Nicole Smith vibe from her yeah. where she's like, no, I love sleeping with the king. It's really good. Really, sex. really good. It's so, so great. It's like a skeleton's entering you and it's really awesome. I, yeah, I love it. And <laughs> I guess in the books, they do a better job of making it clear she's disgusted uh-huh. by him. Like, oh, OK. Yeah. Like in the books, when Viserys dies, she just leaves his body rotting in the bed for like multiple days because she's just like, I don't care. <laughs> like she's just yeah. like, whatever cool he's out of the way uh and that's hilarious yeah in the show i felt like they tried to show us it was like a genuine love and then she realized how lame and boring it was (laughs) like she's like oh i wanted to go i want to go sleep with sir christian and have fun and so then she Uh just decides to spend her whole life upset and jealous and like why like i just yeah just yeah why Allison I don't know she's wild look she'll stab your hand and then the next time you come over to her castle she'll be like hey girl hey remember the book we used to read and um yeah and it's like wild I'm like you tried to cut her like straight up and your children are shitty little monsters horrible like horrible like Awful, awful people yeah I mean Aegon obviously should not be king no, he's horrible and disgusting. Yeah. And look at him. Like he, he's scary. He looks scary. He looks scarier than Joffrey. Like I want him just handled out of there. I'm like, I would rather have Amond be king than than that guy. Like Amond, like I said, I want to talk about Amond because Let's talk. Let's talk. Because I hate that I am attracted to him. I <laughs> there is something about that you danger, girl. I, like uh-huh. his sharp jaw he looks like a cartoon character like an evil villain I am so into him <laughs> I I can get it but I've I've always been anti-edge with um with my crushes I'm very yeah. anti-edge I I like a a soft dorky you know unchallenging romance which is why i think i forget his name you know the bastard father uh he was more my speed because i don't know he's not very edgy he's real he really he really flopped up and he's shown his (laughs) belly yeah when confronted with trouble um but amen yes wow i get it i mean it's very um, yeah and oh we get it when they showed he's become like the best swordsman oh (laughs) when he was like looping that thing around i'm like oh Okay, like I think we all can agree, Amon should be king, and uh-huh. let's just stop fighting. Like he has a cool jewel blue eye. Like I mean, his eye might be patchy, but that thick long head oh, of hair ain't that thick long head of hair. He has like the biggest dragon. Come on, <laughs> I that is so, this difference in size of dragons. Okay, so you're a size queen. <laughs> so you're a size queen. I see. I, I mean, see. <laughs> I, I mean, when you saw little Lucerius on that little baby dragon. <laughs> 
<laughs> my god a I know tiny little poor baby dragon they put him on and then i know Ugh. it was so sad but he is so interesting to me because okay the horrible thing happens right which is all started by by Amond, which all is like oh yeah like luceris is just like i'm not here to fight i'm a messenger i'm going back home chill yeah and Amen. He tried to be like, give me your eye yeah. and we'll be cool. Which I was like, you're not getting his eye on a dragon. Like, so this must just be to scare him or you really do want to kill him. But then he looks so shocked. Right. That. And I mean, obviously, that's that's writing. It's like, yeah. How do we make this character do the worst thing, but then realize they didn't want to do the worst thing? And I think that they there's a couple of fun ADR lines where they are they're basically indicating that the dragons took it too far. Yeah, they're like control. Listen to me. Don't do this. Yeah, no, Vagar. No, Vagar. Um, like I flew but... you up here in a storm to scare him, not to. And it's like, what did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> And that's why I'm not here for that. I, well, whatever. I mean, I ha- Amond is here for us to hate him. Yeah. But even just that moment of him in the sky being like, oh, oh no. What have I yeah, done? Like, it's like, oopsie. <laughs> like, you had a chance to pull back when the dragon went through the little teeny crack pod racer style. Yeah. Why didn't you quit then? Why didn't you quit then? Like, you could have just turned around, gone home. And I think that scene was meant to show us that dragons are, even if you are a skilled writer, dragons are still uncontrollable and this dangerous thing that can act on their own whims. And that's why Rhaenyra is kind of hesitant to be like, okay, let's all ride up on dragons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, when dragons fought wars, everything burned and I don't want to rule a kingdom of bone and ash. Mm-hmm. And... I think they wanted us to see like, oh, yeah, they don't fully control the dragons. And this was mm-hmm. how they did it, I guess. And I, I wish they cut back to the guy who's, who suggested ravens. And he's like, could have been ravens. I said ravens and no one was listening to me. But fuck me. Fuck my drag. Someone said to me that they think that Lucerus and who's the Jack? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm literally I'm literally looking at a character guide right now. <laughs> Me too. I'm literally like J- J- Luke Luke and Jacaris. Like I think I mean my my friend was like and they're really smart and wa- and like have read the books and they were like, well, they wanted to ride the dragons because only Valerians and Targaryens can ride the dragon. So that would show, you know, to the people who are like their bastards, it would be like, well then how am I on this dragon? Part of me buys it that Rhaenyra's like, my sons are becoming princes. And in order to keep, like, we have to, basically, we have to, like, hmm, it, it's giving political families. Yeah. I don't even want to mention their names. But it's giving that energy when the um, shitty person at the top of the family is like, I better start convincing people that my children do have power in this political realm. Yeah, exactly. Before they're ready. Before they're ready. And... Come on, that little boy wasn't ready. <laughs> no, my God. I that poor little gay kid. Me and my husband are like, he was gay. <laughs> like, I don't I don't think they ever <laughs> they ever but we just in our minds were like, he was gay and sensitive. He was like what prom yeah, he was just promised to marry his cousin, I think. Yeah. And like, you know, he just seemed kind of whatever about it. Didn't seem super excited. Just was very like, no. that's my duty. Like And I do wish they gave those young girls more in this season yeah i do too they kind of it seemed like they were gonna have a bigger role especially when Mm -hmm. we got into the fact that like one when they stole the dragon and their mom dies and 
then it just like nothing happens with them. It's like I was yeah. like, OK, so they've been separated. Their dad remarries. How do they feel about Rhaenyra being their stepmom now? How? Yeah. No look into any of that. How, you know, how, right. how are they surviving now that like, you know, their mom is dead and their grandfather might be gone and their uncle's also dead. And it's just like, no, they're good. Yeah, they're good. They're totally fine. They're good. No, let's give a little more camera time to how the white guys feel. Yeah. Um, what we really which... need to focus on here is like this moment where Otto Hightower tries to do the right thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is so fucking it's 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 tired. Yeah. It's tired. It's silly. It's goofy. I will. I guess those two characters are gonna play a bigger role in the future so i guess that's maybe why i was like i got the feeling that they were just there and would probably disappear or be killed at some point but people were like no they actually have a big role in the book so Mm -hmm. fingers crossed we get thing yeah yeah they're getting a ramp they're getting a ramp because and maybe because are they then they're sort of like inheriting their mother's bitterness you know in a way or or how are they affected by, you know, seeing their mom who is like when she had the chance to kill, right? Instead of killing, she's just decided to give them a good scare. Yeah. <laughs> I bought 99% of it. And I, you know, the ending as gutting as it was, moms are great for TV. Yeah. Because it's like anytime you have to ask the question, why would a character do this? A mom scorned. Yeah. Is... It's also great in horror, duh. Mom scorned in horror are like, they're great because it's like, of course I'm going to start killing people yeah. now. And it's, it's the adrenaline's rushing. It's, mm-hmm. I thought that scene, she did a beautiful job, you know, with the fireplace, that, that close right. up. Uh, and she has to be strong even though she's like about to collapse. Yeah. Oh, and everyone, yeah. The way Damon like comes up to her, that was kind of, I was like, oh, they're so cute. Maybe I do kind of. <laughs> Like, oh, he he was so kind the way he told her her son was dead. (laughs) How did they find out where they were just like, no one came back? The dragons never came back or we found a dragon wing? That's what I was curious about. Like, how did this news travel? I would guess he just never came back. And then maybe they sent someone to look Mm -hmm. for him and maybe they saw blood or wreckage. I don't (laughs) know. But wasn't it like over the ocean? Yeah, right. It seemed pretty hard to find. Um, I don't, and I'm I'm sorry, but I don't think they had the black box technology on the dragons back then. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is gonna be irritating because we're gonna waste time in this finale, like seeing how they figure this news out and that this just happened. But then I kind of love that they were like, no, let's just keep moving. Like, yeah, they know they figured it out. That was maybe the only pacing choice I liked. <laughs> Corliss, okay, Corliss's return. Yes. After all the drama of him maybe being dead and they killed his brother over it and bastard kids, it turns out he's perfectly fine and no one needed to worry. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, that was such a weird thing. And, you know, they have like a real tough relationship talk where he was like, I couldn't deal with it. And his wife's like, bitch, we. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't deal with it. We could not deal with it. And like yeah. the part where he's like, my dear wife. Our fight for the Iron Throne is officially over. I was like, mm-hmm. "Your our fight? That was all you, buddy." Like, <laughs> she was. She literally was like, "I'm not trying to have the Iron Throne." Okay, I gave that dream up a long time ago, and you're the one forcing this to happen. And, uh, and when he's like, "It's finally over," I'm like, "I think it's been over, man." Like, I don't. It's been over. It's been over for a while. Like, I don't. But it's very funny to hear him be like, "I mean, it's like the equivalent of being like, can we just move to Portland? Can we just? 
move to Portland and eat ice cream on Tuesday nights. Yeah, I love you know? that. Like, let us let us go here and simply retire. And I'm just like, we'll watch the new season of Love Is Blind. Uh, it'll be great. It'll, it'll be, be cozy. Great. We'll just yeah. And but she's not into she's it. She's not into it. And I kind of thought the two of them would also have a bigger role. Like I thought, you know, maybe at the end there'd be a big turn when they support Rhaenyra or, you know, this would be a huge devastating thing to King's Landing. And nope, they're just like, you yeah, we're with you. Rhaenyra, cool. You know, yeah, it seemed like it might be a big mystery, but no, we're here. And just like, like also in the last episode, I could have used more reactions from the townspeople because I loved <laughs> when they announce Aemon as king, Aegon as king, and everyone's like, where? Yeah, everyone's like, uh, is this what we're doing? We don't really like this dude. More ADR jokes. I live for just an ADR joke. Yeah. We're just like, him? him? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I love that stuff. I wanted more of that. I wanted more of like, how do just the people on Dragonstone feel? Like, they're, like, oh, they're fucking queen. Is uh, We're doing mm-hmm. this like weird ceremony. And Bastard Dad, will he at some point come back into the fold being like, hey, y'all. I look, my son is a prince and I want back in on this royal situation. You mean Is that possible? Do you mean uh, their real dad strong? The real dad. Oh, he's yes, dead. Yes, yes. Oh, he, he died in killed. that house fire. Yeah, they burned him alive. Well, we didn't see I they didn't technically Oh, he's the one who got burned alive. <laughs> it was a very unclear scene. I just want like okay. when I was watching it, I was like, who are these people? What is this? What is this place? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah okay it wasn't until after when laris was like so i killed them and now i'm the only heir to heron hall and that's when i was like oh he killed his brother yeah every time i see laris i just i just feel like he's a member of nickelback like I, i i feel like for some reason i just see like 1990s band guy whenever he's on screen oh yeah I love that. He's very funny. He's very interesting. It's clear they're trying to give him like a various role, but he's just so creepy. I did like that they gave him this clear foot fetish last week. <laughs> yes. When Allison's taking and he's just like, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, could I borrow that? Um, Yeah, really creepy. Yeah. I'd be curious to see how these arranged marriages play out with, you know, between our valerians and our you know valerians <laughs> yeah i want to get into more of the relationship Aegon and his sister helena or whatever because mm-hmm. they just really didn't want to like show us like they just kind of let that happen on the side like suddenly she has three kids and they're just like yeah oh yeah they that happened okay and there's like one conversation where he's like i don't want to marry my sister and yeah. yeah, otherwise she's just like a weird girl who plays with bugs. And it's like, okay, yeah. what are we doing again? <laughs> yeah, she is. She's giving the clearly possessed child, yeah. you know, like like the good kid in Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Did you watch that old horror movie? Yeah, yeah. Like she's. Yeah, she's giving the good yeah, kid. Yeah, the good kid who's like, no, mama, we should just love the plants and nature. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I found a dead squirrel. <laughs> Might I keep it? I'll keep it. And it's just, yeah. Uh, We're going to do a quick break and then we're going to come back. We're going to just sum up our thoughts. Look at, you know, overall, we now can compare the first season of Game of Thrones, House of Dragons. Let's, we'll we'll talk about that when we come back. You 
you like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. TV, I say. And we're back. So we did our our deep dive into everything we loved with this finale, the season. Now we can look back. We can say now, Game of Thrones season one, House of Dragons season one. Mm -hmm. Which one do you think is better? Damn, that's wild. That's really wild to say. Oh, my God. I will have to say, while I think about this, I love that they chose to keep the same theme song. Yes. Because... You know, must have been a conversation and maybe, you know, in intimate details, like, right. Do we do like a knockoff that's so close to it? No, let's just no, no, just, just do, do the, the same one. Yeah, I like to do the same. I like song. to believe HBO was like, we don't have the budget. Like we spent too much on CGI. You are using the same theme song. Like I, we- Which is fair. Because also, like, viewers will just roast the new song, probably. Oh, yeah. Like, it would have just been... It's kind of like Weeds when they would have different artists do the, like, theme music. Mm. And it was like, we don't really Mm -hmm. need this. Like, I don't need a Snoop Dogg version of the Weeds theme song. Right. (laughs) Or when, like, a new Star Wars comes out. And they're like, here's the new Star Wars arrangement. And it's like, duh, 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 duh. And it's like, okay. Yeah, you can just give me the classic. And so, I do like that they did that. I think for me, I have to say Game of Thrones is better. Yeah, I mean, Game of Thrones had more, it had just more juice and like a long-term goal. Whereas I feel like, and this is obviously, House of the Dragon is trying to balance long-term with grabbing those Game of Thrones viewers. Yeah. And honestly, every time House of Dragons tries to do the long-term thing, I think it is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like whenever Rhaenyra is like, you remember the song of ice and fire, the war in the north. I'm like, you really don't even need to worry, girl. Like, it's right. not even about you. Like, chill. Right. Um, it's actually going to be all on this Stark girl who, like, nails it. Don't even, like, not even a thing. Right. <laughs> and the number of kids that keep popping up is like, and, and it's in the mid-season, you know, with the big, with Kid Fight. Um, kid Fight 2010. Um, that was a fun moment where it was, like, confusing and it was um, just, as you could tell, like them just setting up like, we would like eight seasons, please. <laughs> and, I, you know, with the original, you get that huge death at the end, which like no one saw coming. Everyone is like, you mm-hmm. don't hire an actor like this just to kill them in the first season. Mm-hmm. They took real risks. And, you know, now I think they want to obviously they have an amazing cast. Like we all know that like Emma D'Arcy's character, Rhaenyra, isn't going to have a long life on the throne sorry if you didn't know that <laughs> if you didn't know now, if you weren't what? aware like there's gonna be sorry. bad things that happen uh you know 
lot of dead people. It's funny, it's weird, right? Because this is like before our Game of Thrones story. So it's always interesting to be like, oh, yeah, like we know that this line will be maintained in a, in yeah. a very consistent way. And we know whatever. It's so funny, too, that like we're in a pre-Queen era, yeah. which sucks for us because the queens are the best character like this king okay let's just roast this king for a little bit yeah. but like the king we spent the whole season watching is Ugh, such a boring boring king boring king and boring character yeah and i think we were supposed to really feel sad when he died and i didn't care like i felt like they no. really thought they did a good job building viserius and like getting an emotional connection to him and i was just like no no <laughs> like he yeah, could have no. died three episodes ago and i would have been fine <laughs> No, he's um he's the embodiment of male mediocrity. Yes. Um now the moment where the crown comes in. Now this is a moment I overthought, I have to say. This is a moment I overthought because I thought that Yaman was like, "Hey, you guard guy, can you bring the crown over so that then it feels like we're following the people's will as opposed to us being power hungry?" I said that to my husband. He's like, you're, you're, well, you're overdoing it. I think it. that is right because... <laughs> is it? I think so because the guy who brings the crown is Eric, who is one of the twins sworn to protect uh, Aegon, uh, who was right. like looking for him in the whorehouses and was like, this dude cannot be king. He is horrible. Like, mm -hmm. cannot be king. So I think that was him being like, I represent the good people who want Rhaenyra to be queen because she's, you know, not in whorehouses and making children fight. I've got the same feeling that he's supposed to represent like the people who want okay, to follow the like law. And he like stole this crown and ran away and like abandoned King's Landing mm -hmm. to, to fight for Rhaenyra. So I, I think you were right. Okay, good. I feel, I feel good about this. Yeah. I feel good about this. Yeah. The, the only other thing in this episode I didn't get to say was the illiterate king made me laugh. Oh, yeah. Like, which I know is like commonplace these days. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that was really funny when he was just like, Maester. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is this devil writing? That whole scene was great when he was just like, so you can't even marry one of my ugly daughters? Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do wish they went bigger with that. Yeah. Like, anytime they're like, marry one of my daughters, I want to see like men in drag and yeah. you know which i know is regressive trust me i know yeah. my sense of humor is regressive but i did want to see just like goblins with wigs on like hi yeah like don't you marry me yeah <laughs> which was funny when they did that in game of thrones with like the fray daughters or whatever <laughs> yes yes <sighs> see another reason so sorry back to your core game of thrones v house of dragon yes. they're trying they're trying and I will watch. I'm sad it's over because I had a blast watching it. True. I did too. That's the thing. Even if like the story doesn't always make sense, you still have amazing performances and it's such a mm -hmm. just conversation piece of a TV show. Like I love tweeting with people about it, making fun of it. And, you know, it gave us that, that Negroni moment too, which that was, <laughs> that was sexy. <laughs> That was sexy. I uh, just a few more cut twos with gay with um gay husband like living his best gay life. Yes, I I really hope they bring him back or we just get a check in where he's just like running a theater. Right. And like, <laughs> like is he in like the Mykonos of King's Landing? Like where what what is that? I want to see. Yeah. Like what is the gay neighborhood in this in this world? Yeah, I like I want him to come back. I don't think he should be fake dead or gone. I also didn't quite understand his fake death. Like did Rhaenyra help him plan a fake death? 
that was a little confusing. And I, that's another thing I fought with my husband on where I was like, I think Rhaenyra knew, but I, I was unclear if Damon knew or, or if that was one of those moments where they were like, no, Damon knew. And this is like one of those little slight moments of, you know, um, giving Damon a little bit of likability. Yeah. Um, because they used that person from the town for the body. Yeah. In the fire. I was unclear. Because the guy who was fighting him was his, like, lover, right? So I was like, oh, there's a, yes. they did a fake fight. And fake fight. Snuck in a fake body was, in the fire. <laughs> then it was just like, no need to check the body. That's definitely my son. Yeah, no need to double check anything. Look at his pockets. Look at his clip. Nope, nope. That was my son. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I don't know. But hey, gay kings, that could be gaggy. Oh, yeah. If we have a gay king and a gay male queen oh my god that's kind of gay yeah i'm loving that give him i don't know high 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 garden that sounds like a super gay place he should rule <laughs> i'm also ready for zombies like like i said i love that crab person yes and i'm ready for a little bit of mythical creature people yeah um, i want which i felt like we were teased yeah i want more of that i want more of like the magic of the seven and all of that and maybe we'll get it but I don't know. This felt like a very just laying the pieces on the board, really a season yeah. that was in love with Viserys for no reason. Yeah. And so I I'm giving it I'm going to give it a four out of five. Hmm. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give it a four out of five, too. Yeah. Like, I really liked it. I had a ball and blast. There's just there's only a few times where you're just like, oh, this feels weird. This feels strangely put stapled together. But overall, they I'm they they brought back my affection for Game of Thrones world. And I, I know it's like an impossible task. Yeah. They're doing pretty damn good, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Considering that finale and how we all hated the show, and I was like, I'll never go back to that dragon show. And uh -huh. I'm watching the entire thing. Yeah, they, they nailed it. They did what they had to do. Such a weird finale. Oh, my <sighs> God. I will never not be disappointed when I see Bran, when I read the name Bran. I just... <laughs> It's upsetting. Yeah. It's like, look, I, you know, I'm obsessed with Drag Race. I also talk about Drag Race on a podcast called Drag Her. I'm obsessed with it. And whenever a, sometimes with those seasons of Drag Race, it, the best queen doesn't always win. Yeah. Sometimes it's the, and it's like, like Survivor, yeah. right? It's like the one who like snuck past, like just evaded enough obstacles to somehow get to the get end. Get to the end. That is an upsetting thing about yeah. Bran. And then they looked around and were like, well, I, I guess it's Bran. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But they got us back with with House of Weird, Dragons. and then and then Homegirl Cersei and brother just cr cr just getting crunched, just getting crunched. I was like, that. How does how is this where the story ends for them? Come on, <sighs> this has been so so fun. Uh, thank you for all uh, of your Game of Thrones thoughts. Uh, please go listen to Too Spooky to Handle. Where can people follow you? What else should they be listening to you? Ooh, oh my God, follow me at my name Manu Agapian on the social medias. And, um, yeah, listen to all my podcasts. I have way too many. I do a drag one, as I said, called Drag Her. Very fun. We're currently talking Drag Race UK, which is fantastic. It's a fantastic season. Yeah. Do you ever watch any Drag Race? Oh, yeah. I love Drag Race. Okay. 
I are you you should watch this new current UK season. It's fantastic. Yeah, I haven't started that yet. People keep Get saying that I need to, and so I don't know. I'm always I like, watch, UK, like I don't know, UK versions of American reality TV shows don't always work for me. But people were like, no, this one works. It really works. You can uh, watch Drag Race, follow me on Drag Her, listen to that podcast, and then listen to my other podcasts like Too Spooky to Handle with Betsy Sodaro here on Earwolf. Super free, super fun. It is a goofy, spooky time. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So go listen to all those podcasts. There we go. Woo! Oh, thank you for listening. I want to thank my wonderful, wonderful guest again, Mono Gapian. Just, ah, uh, yeah, see, I learned some things. I learned some things about Missy, about, about House of Dragons. Maybe it's a better show than I, than I thought. Maybe I should pay more attention. <laughs> Uh, but thank you for listening. You know, let, let me give you your what to watch, your homework. Like I said, TV is slowing down a bit, uh, but pretty soon we will have Big Mouth coming back. So if you haven't watched the last season, go catch up so you're ready for the new season. We still have 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, and Single Life running. And I'm still covering that for Vulture. And over on the Patreon, we are still covering the first season of that 70s show, uh, lower deck star trek and still smothered yeah we're still i'm still watching smothered for you if you want to make me watch some other things go join the patreon tell me what you want me to watch what you want me to write about uh, i'm always happy to do it but yeah short short little homework list this week you know i feel like we gave you a lot of a lot of good recommendations up top you know if you still haven't watched reboot go watch reboot uh but thank you so much we'll be back next week with another episode tv i say TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me, Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Sam Kiefer and produced by Amelia Chapelo. And our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. And you can also find my full archive ad-free episodes of TV I Say over on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code TVISAY, all one word, for a one-month free trial at stitcher.com slash premium.